Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. To another episode of the show. I'm thrilled to be here with you today. And this episode is brought to you by another coffee supporter, Rachel. I want to thank you so much for your generous donation. I'm set up for coffees for the entire week. So really, I appreciate you, your support of the show, this growing community, and your willingness to support creators like me means so much. It's the reason I can do what I do. So thank you. Today, I'd like to start another series. I'm finding they're really fun for me to research and sort of short little tidbits. I'm sort of well, I'm really loving these 15-minute episodes for me from my own accessibility standpoint, but also listening to a lot of podcasts myself. I find that even if I love someone's show, it's a lot to dedicate an hour and a half to five shows a week. It sort of becomes a part-time job. And while I love to listen to shows while I'm, you know, doing laundry or cleaning the house or commuting, sometimes I also want to listen to music or make a phone call and it's not always accessible to, you know, have to have to sit and listen to someone for three hours, even if I listen at 1.5 or double speed. So I really want to make the show accessible, filled with, you know, interesting information, but a way for you to kind of check in with me and for us to be connected, but without having to be this huge investment of time. So hopefully you're loving the shorter episodes. Of course, if I do a really cool interview, we'll make them longer, but when it comes to hearing from me on a week-to-week basis, right now it's feeling really good to kind of keep it short and also do these series where there's sort of something to look forward to and the content evolves week over week so that you know where it's headed. And if you're catching up or checking out episodes, you can also sort of do binge sessions if you want, right? So you can kind of listen to all four episodes at once if you haven't checked in in a while. And it's totally cool, right? Like you don't have to spend a ton of time to catch up and you've got this little mini series on a topic. So I'm really loving producing this. I hope that you're enjoying listening. And as always, I'm super open to feedback. So please do like, subscribe, review, send me a message, get in touch in any way to let me know how I'm doing because I do this show. Yeah, for me, but also very much so for you, the listener. So please know that you can get in touch with me this is exactly why I'm doing this, to provide value to you as a listener. So please do reach out. As I mentioned, it'll be a four-part series and I'd like to talk about our menstrual cycle, our moon cycle, the ebb and flow of a woman's, most of a woman's adult life. I think if you know anything about my personal story, my period was such a felt like I wrestled with my own body and I I had very limited understanding of what my body needed, why. It's been a continuous evolution. There's so many different phases, even within from when you get your period kind of onward. It's like, this is something that my body's been going through and cycles that have been happening for the past, my gosh, more than 15 years, month over month, right? Barring birth control usage. So, It's really something that's with you. And it's crazy when I look at the stats, something like 80% of women have painful periods. 80%. 8 in 10 women. It just seems unfathomable that 
you know, we're in the workforce. We're dealing with five-day work weeks, if not more. People have got side hustles. And you're telling me that 80% of women are not feeling well for, let's say, a week, a month? I mean, it seems like something pretty urgent to address, if you ask me anyway. I know that for me, I've had to figure out, and it was a huge, actually, it was a huge push for me to move into entrepreneurship because in high school and in university, I remember there would be, you know, a week, a month where I was out of commission and it seemed inaccessible. And the medical advice I got was, you know, go on the pill, take birth, like taking birth control or take a Tylenol a day or two before your cycle starts and you'll be fine. Right. And Lo and behold, after more research, well, actually, the pill depletes a lot of essential vitamins and minerals that are in our system, and so do painkillers, especially really strong ones that are prescription grade. They really do deplete our livers and our ability for our liver to detoxify. So I should start now actually by just saying a bit of a disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. This isn't medical advice. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm simply here sharing my experience, experience of clients, friends, and people that I know in an effort to provide you with some insights that may or may not be helpful. But please know that you need to speak to a medical professional with any changes that you're making to your health in order to decide whether it's right for you because everybody's body is so different and We just really, even at different points in our lives, our own body needs different things. So this is by no means right for everyone, but I want to shed some light on each cycle, each phase of our cycle, so that we have a bit more information because I think there's so many nuances and things that are not discussed. And sometimes for me, dealing with naturopaths, while I know that natural solutions are the way out of this, I've been to so many over the years. And I find that the diets, the exercise, you know, this week over week having to change everything that you're doing, sometimes it doesn't feel intuitive, it feels stressful, and then it makes it even harder. And if I feel like I'm sort of overwhelmed by all the information I have, it makes it really hard for me to follow, right? It's like you want me to change everything about my life. Sometimes things do take this overhaul, right? And we really benefit from being in an immersive sort of situation. And I'll definitely be sharing about a way for you to get immersed with me if this subject of discussion is of interest to you and you want to make a change in your life but sometimes that's not what we want right like we really need to be careful about how we approach topics because often the most sustainable way to make a long-term change we're talking you know you're menstruating for 30 years or so it's like how about we do this slowly, incrementally in a way that really makes sense for us in a way that's individualized too, right? So it's not this like meal plan that everybody's supposed to follow that doesn't feel right. Not about that, right? We want individualized health care and wellness. And I think that's where the industry is headed. And so I really want us to go about it in this way as well. So today our topic is menstruation itself. So there are four phases. An average cycle is 28 days, but you know, as I just said, things can super shift. So 26, 31, I would start being worried based on what I know if you're going like 40 plus days. I mean, there's something off, right? Also, if your cycles are super short, if you're bleeding every two weeks, kind of like, hey, let's take a look. But, you know, there's a range with average 28 days. Menstruation is three to seven days on average. Again, right? If it's like 
way more than seven days, something to look at. If it's like a day or two, also something to look at because we really do need to be able to completely revitalize the uterus and we can't do that in such a short amount of time or if it, we're bleeding too long, anything in excess, right? I mean, kind of standard rule of thumb with health. So we'll talk about menstruation today. You all know what a period's like, but I want to kind of shed some light on some misconceptions or a little bit about hormones in a very accessible way and sort of some key things that I think can be done if you're looking to make some tweaks and changes along with a way to connect with me about this if you want some support and community around really getting in alignment with your body. So the next phase, which will be next week, is a follicular phase. I mean, days 7 to 10. The follicular phase actually is spoken about as the first half. They're kind of two different explanations of our menstrual cycle. They say they're kind of these actual two major phases and then ovulation is within. But for the purposes of our discussion, I think it makes more sense to have the four because it's kind of a week by week thing, more or less. So that's just what I like. You can obviously categorize as you wish, but follicular phase, third phase, ovulatory. So it's when the egg is released, right? That's two to three days. That's when we're at our peak fertility. But of course, there's more to be spoken about there. So we'll get there in week three. And then week four is the luteal phase. And that's 12 to 16 days. Again, if your cycle's shorter, your cycle's not 28 days, then that phase might be shorter. The follicular phase might be shorter menstruation, right? So it can all ebb and flow. But those are the four phases. We'll go through week over week. And let's dive into menstruation. We all know what it's about, as I said, but here's some things you might not know already. Progesterone super tanks, as does estrogen. And when progesterone tanks, low body temperature, your skin can get drier, and your immune system is actually weakened. So you are a little bit more vulnerable at this stage, which makes sense, right? You naturally most of us feel like we want to be a bit more of recluse and i think in more i was gonna say like ancient times but not really ancient times just historically or in the past right it really would be that women were cooking for you you had community around you if you were menstruating it was sort of this grace period where you had a chance to rest and reset and i think that this has largely been lost in society and slowing down in my belief should absolutely be ritualized one of the best ways i've found to reduce my pain during my period is by far setting aside some days and knowing i'll be able to chill out just that knowing in the back of my head i feel like all month long just the knowing that I'll be able to chill takes a huge load off for me anyway. And what you did in the whole month is really your period is sort of like this litmus test. It lets you know, right? If it's if your pain if your period is super painful, the reason for that is often because of the things you did leading up, because your body is purging, cleansing, renewing in this time. So as your progesterone tanks and your estrogen follows, we really need to take a look at 
what the quality of your bleed is. And this is something that's getting more and more mainstream, I think. Um, although I do live in the world of this information, but I think it's becoming more common to sort of take a look at actually the blood quality. So if you're having brown blood day one or day two, or as it kind of starts, um, the thought there is actually low progesterone mid-cycle. And so you didn't expel all of the blood last month, sort of like left over. Um, so that's something to think about as an indicator, right? We're getting this, these indications during our period that we can use for the following month for us to really set up and tee up the next month to go more smoothly. If there are clots happening, so lots of blood clots, which I used to deal with a lot of, I've dealt with, I'm just looking through my list of notes. I've, I've dealt with all of these. So like, it's just, it's kind of like, if you can get a handle on progesterone and estrogen production, like it's not the end all be all. There are others, right? There's FSH, follicle stimulating hormone and luteinizing hormone, LH. The two are important, um, super important. But if, if you can get a handle on progesterone and estrogen, you're in really good hands because all these issues that I've had, the more research I've done, they are linked to those two. So of course, complicated process it's not the end all be all but just something to kind of think about like if you it's kind of like a lever right so if you're realizing low progesterone there are things you can do throughout the month to kind of boost that up or regulate it likewise with estrogen so clots excess estrogen so it means your estrogen levels were heightened your liver was not able to detox fully there are ways to detox via your diet of course one big thing people are talking about now is just like eating a raw carrot a day Carrots are hugely known for liver detoxification, so you don't want to add all kinds of crazy supplements and things. Really, really simple way is just adding more raw carrots or just even cooked carrots if you find carrots hard to digest. Great for detoxing estrogen. Rich red. So we're talking like a nice flow. It's, you know, you would see this, I guess, on like a tampon commercial or something, or like those pad commercials when they like dribble out that blue liquid why is it blue i don't know it's supposed to be red i don't know why they do blue in those tests but anyhow um so that rich red kind of very well it looks like blood right if you were to cut yourself so that kind of great consistency that you would expect to see in a horror movie i guess <laughs> um but then we also want to look at the amount so they say that a healthy amount is losing two to three tablespoons of blood throughout an entire period I don't think in my entire life I've lost two to three tablespoons. Like, what? I feel like that's like the first minute. Like, who? I don't know. I don't know who wrote that out, but I have never experienced a period like that in my life, which may be the reason why I was anemic, why my iron was so low. But word of the wise, supposed to be two to three tablespoons. That's not a lot. I wonder if, you know, we got to look at that. Like maybe that's changing or something's going on. Cause that to me seems very low. I would love to hear from you if you're like, oh yeah, that's totally what's happening. Not me. So the amount that you're bleeding is also relevant. If you're having a good consistency of blood, how much, because too much anemia, not good. You'll feel weakness, dizzy head, um, nausea, you know, fatigue, the list goes on and that can be throughout your cycle. So so many women actually don't have a specific stat for you, but there are a lot of women dealing with anemia or just low iron. Huge thing. Um, an unpopular opinion right now, but red meat, meats really do help. If you're vegan, it's tough, man. I tried. I tried veganism, tried vegetarianism. 
to get that iron in like I did a year of vegetarianism and I gotta tell you that that's what led to me being anemic because my stores just got lower and lower and lower clearly I wasn't doing it right I'm not saying you can't do it right I'm just saying if you're feeling this you're feeling weak and you're willing to eat red meat steak liver amazing leads me to my next food recommendation of this episode liver 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 can't say it enough changed my life changed my hormones changed me it is just such a nutrient dense superfood zinc vitamin a vitamin d so many more the list goes on liver is amazing if you don't like raw liver or liver i get that you can get um these packets of like ground it's ground meat it's like ground beef and liver and they'll put different organs they're also liver pills like desiccated organ pills there are lots of brands i'm not affiliated to any of them so i'm not trying to sell you anything i just know it works if you want a brand like maybe we can talk about that down the road of what i've used but always your best bet eat the real thing so go grab liver it's like two three bucks at the store super accessible and go to town it's amazing so okay what about watery pink if it's watery and pink blood, it means low estrogen. I think this one's less common, um, but something to think about as well. Low estrogen causes all sorts of imbalances. I mean, any of this, right, is an imbalance. So definitely think about it. If it's, as I said, super heavy bleed, there's an imbalance there. If the progesterone and estrogen ratio are out of whack, that's when issues like PCOS and endometriosis crop up because we're talking about inflammation. So really the quality of your bleed and what's going on cycles should not be debilitating and painful maybe you're yeah kind of stepping back taking it easy but i don't believe by any means a natural period should mean being in bed for a week not being able to get up period like that's too much right so what we're trying to do here is regulate those progesterone and estrogen levels and really get you to a place where you are honoring these days of purification and i want to say it's not purification because you're dirty or something's wrong right but it's the body's means of purifying it's the actually the uterus's way of purifying but it it's great for our body women are so lucky that every month we have this sort of ritualized means of purification men don't have the same cycle right so we're actually very lucky in the way that we do get this time to rest and reset but we need to honor it so again as i say liver carrots and planning those days off and if it's the middle of the week and you've got a boss (laughs) i feel you that's why i became an entrepreneur for real so i could just book those days off in advance and know when they were coming but it could be vacation days hopefully some of those periods crop up on weekends but you can grab somebody to cover your shift do some weekend work let your boss know hey like you know wednesday to friday this week gonna be rough but i'll catch up on the weekend or whatever the case is most people are pretty accommodating as long as you get your work done that's what they're worried about anyway (laughs) not to be insensitive but that's what people really want is the work done so as long as you can get that done and if it's from bed or whatever if you gotta eat sick days mental health days whatever you gotta do it is worth it to book this stuff off and take care of yourself because what you're going to produce if you go into the office or if what you're going to produce and you're feeling like that, it's also not going to be best quality and nobody wants that. Um, another thing that I think is also becoming more mainstream but probably something to talk about, there are all these period products that are coming on the market that I think appeal to this environmentalism. You know, it's like 
use a cotton pad because it's good for the environment, it's clean, and it's like, okay, any product that you're going to use, right, it's, there's production going on, and they're using resources, so if you were to free bleed, and th yes, that's a radical suggestion, but if you were to free bleed, you're not using any of the products, so no product is obviously better than any product, but if you're going to use a product, I have found, and I've seen many women that I've spoken with, clients tell me that when they stop using tampons or even the menstrual cups, this one's a bit controversial, so I went from tampons to menstrual cups to pads only to free bleeding and pads, and what I'll tell you about my experience is completely different world. Why? Well, your body's trying to cleanse and purify, and I get the convenience. You want to go swimming, you want to hang out with your friends in summer, you're wearing shorts, you want to wear a dress, whatever. It's like, you don't want to free bleed, obviously, or you don't want to use a pad. So there's another thing called, oh, what are they called? Anyway, the brand doesn't matter. The, these underwear, right, that you just bleed right into the underwear. That's one idea of free bleed, but a lot of those underwears actually also have synthetic chemicals that can be problematic because they're pressed up against your body and you're bleeding into them it's kind of you know diaper like so anything where you're kind of holding it right up to your body where there's an opening can become problematic so i'm not saying don't be fooled but just think a little bit about the logistics behind some of these products even though they seem cool um, i've yet to find a product that is completely without let's say repercussions the best thing for me has been being in a really warm tub and letting myself bleed that has uh, if i'm completely honest with you um but if you're going to go for any of these underwear product pads i would really recommend something that's not scented the ability of scents fragrances to disrupt your endocrine system is absolutely shocking life-changing could not believe it when i started reading about even just scented candles perfumes scented like the you know the sprays or like those oils and things i mean okay essential oils are fine and like a diffuser i'm talking like the artificially scented you know those sticks and things they smell amazing don't get me wrong i am the first one to say like bath and body works amazing smells but the ability for fragrances and scented products to mess up your endocrine system is huge, especially if it's in your body or on your body for long periods of time, right? Just smelling it alone impacts your endocrine system. Imagine having it pressed up against your skin. Your skin's your largest organ. Stuff goes like straight into the bloodstream. It's the real deal. So if you're going to talk about period care, free bleeds my number one option, followed by pads that are unscented and hopefully natural. Anything else, especially inserting things at that time, from my experience, I know there's convenience, but might be something to reconsider, especially if you're having issues. I've heard so many stories, first-hand accounts to me of getting rid of tampons, getting rid of the bleach tampons, and having a huge relief of cramping just from that alone. So definitely something to consider, especially if you feel like you're doing everything right and nothing's working that's a really easy way to start of course we need to touch upon and i realize this is getting a bit longer than i wanted but super important and intro to the series i will give myself some grace as with every other episode in the series i want to touch upon mind and your soul or your spirit i think there are three parts to any health 
that we're looking to create and maintain in our body and we've talked a little bit about our physical needs and some physical options for your mind I think whether you're a journaler if you like to do record voice notes and kind of speak talk through it out loud with yourself which hello this is literally my church this is like my forum just uh being able to free speak with you it means so much to me but whatever your means of getting things out of your head and into the world contemplate the question what can you let go of what can you release what can you purge what are you renewing those are all questions to sort of sit there and consider and say okay what am i releasing this cycle because you're physically releasing it's such a beautiful opportunity to mentally release too and mentally slow down as well right we talked about physically slowing down but if you can really even if it's just the first day of your bleed or the second day it's such a beautiful thing to carve out and i'm talking even media like movies and things some people be like oh it's great i'm gonna sit in bed and watch movies and like just scroll mindlessly on my phone i don't have to do anything yes i get that i get the kind of relaxation that that brings totally i've done it myself i totally get it but if you can find a way to really slow down and lay there in contemplation it is magic and it doesn't cost a single thing but simply your attention on the present moment on the sensations in your body on and you'll find right thoughts will come in and out like this is by no means trying to get your mind to be devoid of thought it's very very difficult if not nearly impossible but allowing those thoughts to go through your mind and simply noticing and if something's recurrent so sometimes when i do this i do this outside of my period sometimes when i do this um i'll just have like a notebook nearby like a to-do list like on my agenda i've got a to-do list and if things like oh email this person oh text this person oh i gotta do this oh i want to finish that like these things will come up right that are on my mind which is great i'll just kind of turn write it down go back turn write it down go back it's one of the best ways for me to brain dump and also once i kind of get that anxious worried energy out like okay all the things that are on my mind are out on the paper you're good once i can do that i gotta say it's just one of the most heavenly things you know it's kind of like that blissed out feeling when you get a massage except again you're not paying for it massage is also really really great <laughs> but if you're just hanging out at home and you're able to sort of get away from the noise of tech i would highly recommend that digital detox while you're also purifying and cleansing your body you're purifying and cleansing your mind allowing things to leave flow out of you all of those thoughts all of those ideas get them down on paper so you have them and then just allowing that feeling of, of cleansing of being cleansed i think we rush through that to get out on the other side you know we just want our periods to be over and like anything if you're waiting at the dmv you're waiting <laughs> in a lineup that wishing and hoping for it to be over simply extends our perception of that experience so if we can come to terms with the experience and be really super present with it that has made the just a world of difference for me so that's my mind what i try to do and slow down in many ways and clarify purify my mind my thoughts my feelings letting go of any resentments or anger that's built up this month too any maybe arguments disagreements or frustrations i have mentally really awesome and then from a spirit perspective depending on 
what you subscribe to in this regard, I would say I really work on, I don't know if this, I don't know if this is controversial or makes sense, but I think in, in a similar way of my mind purging, I sort of work on purifying my connection to my God, calling, source, you know, intention, soul, spirit, whatever word, universe, like whatever word you want to attach to this, the sentiment behind what I'm saying is because my mind is becoming clear and clarifying and purging all of those kind of day-to-day -day, that chatter that goes on in my mind, the next step for me once that's purified is to really strengthen my connection to, let's say intuition, let's call it that for simplicity's sake my intuition that voice that I hear that I quiet down that's often at a whisper that knows the right next move that knows what I need that knows what I'm avoiding it knows what my heart's saying it it just knows it's that inner voice of like oh, I know I shouldn't have gone there I didn't want to go but I went but oh, okay you know it's that little tiny kernel of truth that's in there for you and me and everyone that when we connect to it we're just brilliant and we feel so great and we feel heart-centered and I really do my best to take the time during my period because I've you know I've delegated or moved aside my responsibilities I've blocked out a couple days I know it's coming thankfully because I'm regular if your cycles are regular that's actually another sign very very blatant sign of imbalance but that we'll leave that for another episode but if you're like regular you, you schedule it out just like your hair appointments your obligations at work soccer whatever your kids responsibilities it's just one of those things and if you're not menstruating anymore for whatever reason whether you're on birth control or you are going through menopause or you're pregnant and have, or have kids you're breastfeeding if you don't have that monthly cycle this is your call out this is your opportunity to maybe keep this in your calendar anyway maybe you can have a 28 day thing in your calendar like it's so easy to set up it's just like you know renewal the great renewal you know and you just maybe it's a day maybe it's two days can you give yourself you know the weekend I mean, if you're not menstruating, the good thing is, or the fortunate thing in one way or another, is that you can plan it a little bit easier, right? You're not at the, the, your body's not at the helm here. You're able to plan it to your schedule. That being said, an option, if you were willing to consider it, would be to plan it around the moons, the lunar phases. Uh, there's a lot being discussed, whether it's proven or not, but there's a lot to be said for women's cycles mimicking the moon, the lunar phases and cycles, and that we menstruate often at the full moon or new moon. Again, I'm not saying the jury's the jury's out on that one. I don't know if we've figured that out fully as a fact, but that is something that's discussed. So if you do want to take some time for renewal, scheduling that around the moon cycles intuitively to me makes sense, but do you? I think as women, we're so fortunate to have this opportunity for renewal month over month so that we don't let things build up. We don't let things cake on you know it's kind of like thinking like a dirty pan or something but just when we allow things to cake on 
thicker and thicker. It makes it so much harder to get it off. It's like when you stuff, you just like put things under a rug to the point where you have this huge mound, right? It's so much more arduous to get stuff out when we left it for so long. So thank God that we have this cycle month over month. And if we can get back to our spirit in that time when you've removed every other distraction, it's such a welcome opportunity for us to connect to our minds, connect to our spirits through our mind and through our intention and so if you're into meditation if you're into any slow flow yoga if you're into chanting if you're into guided visualizations if you like to read one thing is uh what i got here said power of intention wayne dyer's one so many if you want to look at intent and connecting to your own inner wisdom and i would say that your period is a magnificent time to be connecting to that as clearly and purely i feel like the thought of purification has some kind of negative connotation like or this weird connotation i don't mean you know like in a virgin capacity just you know from a pure sense that you've taken away all of the clutter of the mind your environment you're alone there aren't these competing forces and opinions and you know, like the daily, I'm just picturing like the daily chatter, the hustle and bustle, you're driving here and there, you're taking care of the house, the laundry, the dishes. Ooh, another good thing during your period, which we'll talk about before, but if you can pre-cook some stuff, oh man, you know, especially if you're dealing with a husband and kids or people that depend on you, or even if it's just you, it doesn't matter. If it's just you, it's so good. If you don't have, like if you're living alone, you don't have people to cook for you. So amazing to be able to just go to the freezer and have you know, a frozen soup, a frozen chili, stew, whatever that that floats your boat, have that ready and frozen. It's like the most caring thing that your past self can do for you. It's phenomenal. So we did go over time. I want to thank you so much for listening. We'll, we'll leave it there with some body, mind, spirit, connection, and thoughts during menstruation. If you want a bit more on this, I did an episode a while back on just my my own personal experience from healing my period. So if you want more on menstruation specifically in my experience, you can go back to that episode. Otherwise, thank you so much for joining me. If you like this episode, please share it with someone else that you know that's menstruating and might benefit from this information. Like or subscribe, write a review about the show, anything you can do to show your support publicly for me to friends, family, or on platforms makes a huge difference to who else can find this show. So please do share if you like this content. And I appreciate you so much for dedicating the time to listen. I'll see you next week for part two of the series.